<clears throat> All righty, welcome back to Super Kicking with Steven. So happy to be here, ready to talk up Raw, SmackDown, AW Dynamite, and then we got our NXT War Games predictions. So that's kind of the meat of this episode. But so I'll give you a little wrestling wrap up. Hopefully, you've been checking in every day. I've been doing a small video, just a few minutes, you know, catching up after Raw, uh, just doing a little fun after SmackDown or after. Um, dynamite the other day and then yesterday i had a video on the super kicking it with stephen page about what matchups would you like to see if you can mix up wrestlers from promotions so just current guys for now uh, maybe next friday we'll do past versus current and kind of mix that up that way but let's go ahead and get started with the day um you can of course follow me at stephen a 1181 stephen a 1181 and you can keep catching up on this uh super kicking it with stephen fan page on facebook you know, feel free to throw out your own questions for me to answer sometime. Feel free to throw out your own ideas on predictions and whatever you want to talk about wrestling-wise. So we'll have at it. Um, first, let's get started with Raw. So the first match we want to talk about is Jeff Hardy defeating Elias in a Symphony of Destruction match. So, of course, they had musical instruments all over the place. You know, we've already got the guitar and a pole match, and now we had this Symphony of Destruction match. Um, I believe Braun and Elias were part of that last year at some point or maybe a year ago or a couple years ago. But Elias gets shocked by an amp. Jeff Hardy picks up the win when he hits his swanton bomb to the outside. Almost hits the back of his head. I don't know if he quite got it. Um, there was just a very small you know, window there for him to make the swanton bomb. But, uh, yeah, that didn't look like a great fall for him. Hopefully he's okay. Um, I think he, like, like I said, I believe he just missed the steps because if he hits those steps, that's not good, uh, of course. But uh, don't know where this goes. You know, I, I think both guys got to move on. They kind of built it up as the last chapter. Elias, you know, it just it goes back to where do we do with some of these guys? You know, we haven't seen Andrade around for a little bit. You have Ricochet getting beat, as I'm going to talk about here in a second. Now you have Elias losing. Um, and I really like Elias. I think he's got something there. You know, it just feels like he's very start and go, start and go, or stop and go with him. But so I don't know what it means for him. Do they do something to TLC? Probably not. And I don't know where both guys are heading now. I mean, I feel like if they built this up as a final chapter, then let's move on and give some guys, get these guys something else to do. So um, I also brought up Slapjack from Retribution defeated Ricochet. Um, Ricochet, I don't remember the last time he's won a match, honestly. So, and then Retribution, you know, they kind of go back and forth. It feels like we're picking up momentum with them. So we'll see where they go after this. I mean, I feel like at this point, Ricochet probably needs to join with Ali and Retribution and then let Retribution kind of wreak havoc like they have been doing. Because um, I don't know who they're supposed to target. You know, they're, it just doesn't make any sense right now what the direction is for them right now. So. Um, but Slapjack picked up the win. I believe they won four of their five matches or so. Um, we'll also bring up that Dana Brooke and Reckoning, who's Mia Yim. Reckoning is part of Retribution. She ended up losing her match to Dana Brooke. So that's why I'm like, with Retribution, like, where are you going? And she lost her mask halfway through the mask, our match, which I hope they just leave alone. Don't bring it back. Just have her do the makeup. You know, we see what she looks like now. Um, now, in the Dana Brooke reckoning match, Ali kind of berated uh, Dana, or sorry, Ali berated reckoning 
you know, is that a sign of things to come? Is reckoning out of the group soon? Is it all men? I don't know. But, um, you know, I, I think you do need to let Mia Yim kind of wreak havoc, you know, as reckoning and, you know, get that, you know, back in the good graces of, of Ali and retribution. Cause right now I don't know where they're heading. So, um, we also saw Asuka and Lana defeat Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler in a non-title match. So, of course, Lana picked up the win. And now we'll see Asuka and Lana going against Shayna and Nia for the titles at TLC. Um, I think there you got to get in the titles to Lana and Asuka. You know, let all this finally come to fruition. Let Lana go on a little run with Asuka because right now – I. You know, we desperately need probably Charlotte Flair back in the Raw scene. You know, I don't know what other women, you know, maybe Dayton Brooke gets a title shot just to do it. You know, does Reckoning Mia Yim go after her? You know, now it Raw's women division is very, very sparse right now, it feels like. Um, especially when you have to have your women's champion being part of this tag team match. You know, right now, Asuka is not going to defend that title at TLC, her women's title. So... We need something to, you know, spice up this women's group, right? Or, you know, women's division right now. Uh, Cedric Alexander defeated Xavier Woods. So, like I said earlier, I wasn't sure if the Hurt Business, I said they would probably get another title shot. And now we're obviously going to see them, you know, we're going to probably see Shelton Benjamin defeat Kofi Kingston. That's a way to build up that, you know, Shelton and Cedric deserve a title shot at TLC. And probably got to change the titles there, too. You know, just like the women's champions or women's tag team titles probably need to change. I would say the New Day would be fine without the titles, you know. And once again, where are the tag teams? You know, do you have retribution guys come after the tag team titles? I, it, this tag team division and on Raw right now is just, you know, Raw and SmackDown, you could definitely tell the differences. I feel like we got some playing with Raw or sorry, with SmackDown. I don't know what's happening on Raw. I mean, we just kind of watch it and things feel very directionalish right now. So we need to really, you know, figure out what's going on there. Um, one thing we do know for sure is AJ Styles defeated Keith Lee and Matt Riddle. He pinned Riddle in this triple threat match, and now he'll face Drew McIntyre. So AJ Styles, Drew McIntyre, I think that's going to be a fantastic match. We do see, you know, that is kind of put together. Um, and then also we saw... Drew McIntyre and Sheamus defeating The Miz and John Morrison by disqualification because of um, AJ Styles coming into the match, hitting the phenomenal forearm on Drew McIntyre, so that caused a DQ. He wanted The Miz to cash in, and then Drew, you know, kind of recollect, recollects himself. I feel like you know, missing my words today. Positionalist, <laughs> like um, uh, the basketball. Uh, Kendrick Perkins was trying to say yesterday, but anyways, so, uh, yeah. So AJ Styles interferes, tries to help the Miz win the match. Miz doesn't get the cash in. So Drew McIntyre and Sheamus, you know, they're going to be a little tag team kind of here and there. I don't know, but, um, I also did forget to mention at the beginning of the night, we saw, you know, the fiend get involved with, um, Randy Orton. So we had a moment of bliss with Alexa bliss, and Randy Orton and Orton kept saying he knows his, you know, he knows the we, the Fiend's weakness. And the lights go out, and Randy Orton has Alexa Bliss in his arms. And the Fiend is, like, almost begging for Alexa Bliss back. So I think that's a very interesting kind of turn here. No, they're going to face each other, Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt, the Fiend, pretty much. 
I think you need to spice it up. You know, do you make it a gimmicky match? Probably, but right now it's just gonna be a straight up match. And if that's the case, you know, do you have Orton win just to kind of get one up on the fiend? I don't know. And you know, I I'd probably still have the fiend kind of defeat Orton with the help of Alexa somehow. So um, yeah. So Raw, you know, like I said, it it was a very you know there were some good matches. I just feel like a lot of things are, you know, rudderless right now. Like we know the WB title picture. We have no idea what the women's title picture is right now. You know, the tag team titles, you know, we get, we got a clear picture of that. Um, and don't forget Bobby Lashley's a U.S. title champ or U.S. champion. And, you know, he doesn't defend it that often. So, uh, yeah, Raw is just kind of a, a shambles right now, you know, where we could go with things. But so that's my Raw report. Um, we'll take a quick, or actually we'll do SmackDown, do a little break to get you some commercial plugs. Then we'll get into AEW Dynamite and then I'll do a little more plug-in and then we'll finish up with NXT TakeOver War Games stuff. Don't worry, I will not do my War Games, uh, William Regal impression or probably people have done it. Uh, I will not do it. Maybe. So anyways, on to SmackDown, on to SmackDown. Kevin Owens came out, or sorry, Roman Reigns was out there, you know, talking to Char, or talking to Kayla Braxton, berating her a little bit. Um, Kevin Owens comes out there and says, "Hey, I want a Universal Title match at TLC in a TLC match." Jay Uso accepts for Kevin or for Roman Reigns, and Roman's like, "No, I can do this." Roman accepts anyway. So we will get Kevin Owens. We will get Roman Reigns at TLC in a TLC match for the universal title. Uh, I'm going to assume Jay Uso probably comes out and interferes in that to help Roman win. But, you know, maybe Roman, Roman just goes to town on Kevin Owens, kind of like he did at the end of the night. And we'll kind of see where that goes there. Um, Natalia. Yes, Natalia. Defeated Bailey. Bianca Belair was on commentary, obviously talking up her, you know, she wants to go at Bailey at some point. I'm going to assume maybe the Friday after TLC. I don't know if we'll throw them together on TLC or not. We probably could, but at the same time, you know, SmackDown always needs kind of high matches as well. And that sounds like something they'll probably save just since it's kind of being built up like that. And Bailey, man, I don't remember the last time Bailey has won um, because, you know, she lost to Hell in a Cell. Uh, You know, maybe SummerSlam is the last time she won or so because Hell in a Cell was right after that. And I mean, it, Bailey's still Bailey. You know, I think she's still up there in my probably top women woman of the year. You know, it, it's pretty close with her. And I don't know who else right now. You know, but I know Bailey has really come a long way. And, you know, she's definitely full of confidence, full of, you know, able to do whatever she wants to do in that ring and able to speak on the mic. And this is the best Bailey has looked. So I think it is still important for Bianca Belair and her to go at it and Bianca to get those wins against her to kind of build up Bianca because she, Bianca Belair is going to be the next in line for whatever's big. You know, you can already tell that. So um, next up, we had a Pat Patterson tribute match. He did pass away on Tuesday. So um, condolences to his family. Uh, You know, some good tributes to him throughout the night. Uh, Gerald Briscoe, one of the Stooges back in the day, definitely gave a really heartfelt you know, kind of tribute to him. Uh, I forget. I think it's on WWE online somewhere. So look it up. It's really good. So we had all former 
Intercontinental Champions in here, and as long as and the current Intercontinental Champion, Sami Zayn. Uh, Sami Zayn definitely had a really big relationship with Pat Patterson because when Sami Zayn won the NXT title, Pat Patterson was out there celebrating with him in the ring with all the other wrestlers as well. So um, Pat Patterson is the first was the first IC Intercontinental Champion, you know, so he holds high regard for that title. And that's why these six men who all have held the title before um, kind of fought in a match. Pretty much Brian tap Daniel Bryan taps out Sami Zayn to win the match. And then everybody, all the faces team up on Dolph Ziggler. Not sure why, unless Dolph Ziggler goes away for a little bit. Cause in the back, we also saw Robert Roode kind of talking with Cesaro to go against the street profit. So I wonder if that might be something we'll see instead of Ziggler and Robert Roode anymore. And I don't know where Ziggler goes, but we are going to see probably Daniel Bryan, Sami Zayn for the IC title at TLC, or maybe like I said, that Friday after SmackDown kind of build that night up. Sasha Banks and Carmella will go at it um, at TLC for the title, the women's title of SmackDown. I think that's going to be a really good opportunity for Carmella to kind of see where she's at, you know, especially with Sasha Banks, who's definitely at the top of her game. Uh, next up, probably something interesting to kind of look at. Um, in case you've forgotten about the Forgotten Sons, they decide to show up with King Corbin. So Wesley Blake, Steve Cutler are now aligned with um, King Corbin. They defeated Buddy Murphy. So we'll probably see some six-man matches with the Wesley Blake, Steve Cutler. I don't know what we're calling them. I'm guessing we're going to just forget about the Forgotten Sons and just kind of align them with King Corbin. Maybe we won't call them anything right now. But, you know, then we're going to get Murphy, Rey Mysterio, and Dominique Mysterio kind of going, you know, in some matches here. And, yeah, so good for Cutler and Blake. Uh, Jason Riker, Jackson Riker will kind of be on the outside. He had some uh, Trump pro-Trump stuff out there that, I think people were really down upon. So I'm going to assume that Wesley Blake and Steve Cutler are, you know, away from him. And I don't know if we'll see Riker back on TV or if he goes back to NXT and kind of just does stuff down there. But yeah, I don't know where we go with him, but we will see Wesley Blake, Steve Cutler align with King Corbin for a little bit and uh, kind of see where that goes. Finally, uh, we have Kevin Owens and Otis defeating Roman Reigns and Jey Uso because Roman Reigns destroyed Otis, so Otis couldn't continue, and then he comes in and puts the guillotine lock on Kevin Owens to kind of cause the DQ. He takes out Kevin Owens and takes out uh, Jey Uso, his cousin, you know, as a consequence, I guess you could say. So we had all Roman Reigns just on everybody last night at the end of SmackDown to kind of, you know, build himself up for the TLC match, build himself as, you know, keep that head of the head of the table. Um, alignment for him. So we had Kevin Owens, Otis defeating Roman Reigns, but it didn't matter in the end. Roman Reigns reigned supreme over everybody. So kind of looking at SmackDown things. So we do have Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens for the Universal title in a TLC match. Um, I'm going to say we're going to see Bianca Belair and Bailey. We're going to see Daniel Bryan and uh, Sami Zayn in the IC title match. We have Carmella and Sasha going at it for the women's title. So, yeah, you kind of have things, you know, and then I kind of brought up the Street Profits maybe against Dolph, or sorry, Robert Roode and Cesaro. So maybe, you know, Nakamura does some single stuff. Uh, I don't know about the pairing of Robert Roode and Cesaro. I'm not really sure on that yet. I have to kind of see where they go with them. But, uh, yeah, so SmackDown, uh, you know, and Raw, you could tell SmackDown is light years right now ahead of Raw. Like, there's definitely guys' position. You see where things are going. 
whereas Raw is kind of wishy-washy and we're not sure. So that's kind of my Raw report, my SmackDown report. Take a quick break. Um, let's get you some realty questions answered. If you need some realty stuff, talk to Sean Nugent. So let's get that all squared away for you. What is up, everybody? It's your boy Dan over at BWSports1.com and Black and White Sports. And I'm wondering, if you're ready to buy or sell that home, now's the time, and I got just the person for you. Mr. Sean Nugent, a.k.a. Rockstar Realtor himself. 317-503-8322. Put that home on the market. Get into your dream home with this man. Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today. 317-503-8322. And make sure you tell him the boys over at BWSports1.com sent you. All right, and welcome back. So let's do some AEW Dynamite talk, and then we'll take one more small break to kind of get your banking needs taken care of, and we'll finish up the day, kind of get you out on this nice date. Um, we'll talk about NXT War Games. So AEW Dynamite stuff, let's get it going. Uh, I did bring up a couple of days ago the two big stories, but we'll talk again here in just a few minutes about what the big stories coming out of Dynamite were. But we can go ahead and get into some of the nuts and bolts about Dynamite. We had the Dynamite Diamond Battle Royale for the Diamond, you know, the last two guys would fight for the Diamond Ring, which is currently held by MJF. And so there's a big old Battle Royale, a lot of guys going in and out of the ring. Pretty much the last two guys left will fight next week. So this coming Wednesday, we'll see MJF, who holds the ring, and we'll see Orange Cassidy fight for it. I almost want Orange Cassidy to win because I keep thinking, okay, what is Orange Cassidy going to do as his next step? He's kind of like in that Darby Allen phase where Darby Allen has this TNT title, but he's still not quite positioned high. You know, like we don't know where he's going to be positioned. But MJF with the inner circle, I think that makes sense to keep the, top, the ring on him because we still don't know what this ring is about. You know, what you know other than you can have it for some reason so um i'm sure orange Cassidy would do some fun stuff with it you know maybe just have it in his pocket or something not even wear it something like that but yeah i think they'll put on a good match though orange Cassidy mjf uh we'll also get some some inner circle stuff here in a couple of seconds but mjf orange Cassidy for the diamond ring this coming week on dynamite uh we saw the demo god chris jericho go against frankie kazarian of scu uh, pretty much Chris Jericho wins. This is the first time ever these guys have fought one-on-one -on -one in a ring. They put on a good match. You know, I think they really, Frankie Kazarian stepped it up and hit some moves I hadn't seen in a while from him. Obviously, Chris Jericho was going to win all along. Now, what's interesting was MJF tried to throw the towel in for Chris Jericho while Kazarian had Chris Jericho trying to tap out. And then Sammy Guevara grabbed it from MJF. So Jericho saw the town, thought Sammy was trying to do it. And then we had a big old, you know, brouhaha between inner circle members. So Jericho says, ultimately, Chris Jericho says, ultimately, this coming week, so next week, we need to settle this. Is inner circle going to get together, become this force that they can, or are they going to break up? I've seen some rumblings that, and I can kind of see this happening, that I wonder if MJF, if they say they'll line together, and then maybe they just kick out Chris Jericho. And MJF takes over the reins of Inner Circle. Chris Jericho's kind of on the side. 
And, you know, Sammy Guevara kind of has to just align himself, you know, by default with MJF, which ultimately, you know, I was going back and forth on Twitter about this, that ultimately my plan, my idea for Inner Circle is it's MJF, Sammy Guevara, probably at Revolution, which would be at the end of February. I think you want Sammy Guevara as a baby face. I think he's got the looks. He's got the, you know, he's just got this personality about him that people want to cheer for him. So I can see, you know, maybe they kick out Jericho. Maybe they kick out MJF or sorry, can out Sammy Guevara this time around? I don't know. Or maybe Sammy Guevara leaves on his own. But I wonder if with Jericho calling the shots, if ultimately MJF convinces the inner circle to turn on Jericho this Wednesday. And, you know, I don't know what Jericho goes away for a little bit or does what next. But, yeah, I could kind of see that happening as well. So um, we also will probably see Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa going at it. We saw Britt Baker defeat um, Layla Hirsch or Leela Hirsch. Um, obviously, Britt Baker was going to win that. And then they couldn't be set. They had to keep you separated apart from her and Thunder Rosa. Um, yeah. So Thunder Rosa, it looks like she's AEW pretty much. I know she was previously with NWA and she was their women's champion, but now she lost the title Serena Deeb. And it looks like she's just ultimately aligned with, you know, AEW, which is good to see. Now we get into our, you know, kind of heart of the matter here. We had the match with TNT champion Darby Allen and the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes versus absolute Ricky Starks and the powerhouse Hobbs with Taz. This was a hard-hitting match, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It looked like, you know, Starks and Powerhouse were going to get the best of Darby Allen and Cody Rhodes until the lights go out. Uh, Titantron pulls a big movie scene of snow falling and, the, you know, just birds calling and all this, and Sting appears. That's right, Sting. Uh, not the singer, but Sting. So, um now, what's interesting with all this is Sting didn't go after the heels. He didn't go after Ricky Starks or Powerhouse Hobbs, even though they cleared the ring. He kind of got in the face of Cody Rhodes, of Dustin Reynolds, and of Darby Allen. So, and while we'll Sting speaking next week, because he did sign a multi-year deal, um, I still think we need to use Sting sparingly, you know, maybe here a match here and there. Definitely not every week. You know, I don't even think he needs to show up every week. Um, we got plenty of main event players right now. I don't, you know, I think Sting should be kind of a legend type deal. And ultimately, I want to see him and Darby Allen kind of go at it and let Darby get that win over him. Just like he got the win over Cody. I think that really positioned Darby Allen somewhere good. So, um, yeah, don't know what Sting's, you know, ultimate goal is, you know, other than, like I said, a couple of years down in AEW, kind of see what he can do there. But um, yeah, so Sting in AEW, who would have thought? But now the other big piece of news, we had Kenny Omega, the number one contender for the AEW World Championship against John Moxley. Um, back and forth, back and forth match here. Now Don Callis, who is with Impact Wrestling, was on the call. And it made you wonder, well, will he get himself involved or what's he doing here? He does get himself involved. He hits a microphone with John Moxley. Kenny Omega pins him. Kenny Omega gets an AEW world title. Kenny Omega, Don Callis run out to the state or run outside, get into a car. Don says, we'll see you next week, Tuesday at Impact Wrestling. So now we're going to have the AEW world champion 
appearing on Impact Wrestling. Uh, so it looks like Impact and AEW have formed some, you know, allegiance, some alliance together to kind of, you know, build each other's brand. I think ultimately it's going to help Impact Wrestling wrestlers, men or women, to appear on Dynamite because Dynamite's on TNT. It's a bigger network. Whereas, you know, a, or sorry, Impact Wrestling's on Twitch, which is an online platform and Access TV, but not everybody, you know, has Access TV compared to TNT. So ultimately, I think it does benefit Impact to do this, but I don't know what the benefit is on the other side for AEW to do with Impact. Other than maybe, you know, the women's division of Impact Wrestling is obviously in a much better place than AEW, so maybe that's a reason to do it. Maybe tag team wise to do it. So, but you know, we'll see where these where this kind of crossover goes. It gives you a reason to tune into Impact in a way, and it gives me a reason now. I'll have to kind of you know, if AEW's mixing up things with them, I got to keep my eyes peeled to that and see where Impact is going as well. So uh, that's kind of my wrestling show wrap up. I did not, you know, I guess this week will or coming week will look at impact wrestling, kind of see where that goes with AEW as well. If there's, you know, some crossover be building there, but um, that is my wrestling wrap up. Take one more commercial break for all your banking needs. Get in touch with John buzzer, John buzzer for all your banking needs. And then we'll get into my final um, predictions for a dub or sorry, sorry for NXT war games. So John buzzer for all your banking. What is going on everybody? It's your boy, Dan from black and white sports and BW sports one.com. I'm here today to fill you in on a little banking advice. I don't know much, but I know somebody who does. Mr. John Wayne Buzzard at First Financial Bank. 317-417-8582. Call John for all your banking essentials. He's really good at banking. 317-417-8582. Call John today and tell him the boys from BWSports1.com sent you. All righty. You want to join? What's going on? What's up? How you doing? Oh, now I can't hear you. That's great. Uh oh. Oh. What's going on, man? Oh, there we go. Okay, now I got you. How you doing? I'm not bad. How are you doing? Good, man. Good. I didn't mean to jump in. I, we actually just got done with an interview uh, with a UFC fighter, and I happened to pull out of our broadcast, and I I saw you live. I'm like, awesome. what the heck? I'm jumping in, man. <laughs> well, glad to have you here. What do you want to talk up? Oh, you you tell me. Let's you see. What, we're, what are we rolling with? Right today? now, we're out to NXT TakeOver predictions. Okay. Uh, because we got war games tomorrow night. Let me turn these around because that's bothering me. There we go. Got to get them on the right ear. So, anyways, uh, yeah, ready to talk up NXT War Games predictions. Uh, this is interesting because Pat McAfee will be involved. Yeah, I see. He's got a is it is a three man team? Him and two others. Four, okay, four man team. Four man. Okay. Four, yeah. So, um, I'll kind of get to him at the end because that's okay. the main event. But we'll first start with Tommaso Champa versus Timothy Thatcher. Uh, these are two guys that are kind of, for me, just kind of there right now. Okay. But Champa has been the 
the NXT champion for a while, and he's always been positioned as a main event guy. And right now I think he's being built as a gatekeeper type where he's going to put over guys. Okay. He's also um, taken a backstage role eventually and kind of been looking at producing matches. So uh, he's up there in age. So he's, you know, calling his, his wrestling career is winding down. Mm-hmm. But he's still a pretty good wrestler in the ring. And Timothy Thatcher has been on the scene for a little bit in NXT. So prediction-wise, I'm going to say Timothy Thatcher picks up the win. Because like I said, Champa, he doesn't need the win necessarily. Um, but I'll say Thatcher will pick up the win there. for our kind of. I'm guessing this will probably open the night. Because uh, we'll do the War Games match at the end of the night. So. That's one match out of the way. Do you watch any wrestling at all? Or are you just on here to? No, I I do watch it. Uh, NXT, honestly, I'm not going to lie, is something that I have not. Yeah, and it's hard to catch because there's so much other wrestling as well. It is. It is. You know, I, do, I do get. It. I'll do uh, the SmackDown and the Raw, and yeah. then you know, obviously the Survivor Series that was just a week or so ago. Yep. Um, you know, stuff like that. No, no offense to NXT. I just haven't had the opportunity to really catch it. And that's what's hard. Like as a wrestling fan, there's so much on. Yeah. It's, I'm lucky to catch what I catch right now. But <laughs> So there we go. But that's one match. Uh, there's also going to be a strap match. So both guys will be uh, with a big old strap attached to each other. So we got Dexter Loomis, who is a, just a, uh, this kind of dark character where he likes to paint people as well. Like he does their character church for some weird reason. Okay. I'm still trying to figure that out. But anyways, against Cameron Grimes, who's this Southern hillbilly type deal. Yep. They got a lot more characters in NXT than they do on the main roster. I'll say that. But uh, I'm going to say Dexter Loomis picks up the win because he keeps picking up wins. Cameron Grimes is a guy that probably can lose, but still has this character about him that will get over in a way. So um, it should okay, be kind so, of fun. So the strap comes in because they were having that kind of battle on the past NXT broadcast, correct? Of course, yeah. And okay. like what happened was they had a House of Horrors type match uh-huh. last month. Okay. And Cameron Grimes ran out and didn't finish the match. So uh, now they have to finish the match because they will be attached to each other. Now, back it. in the day, they used to do a four a strap match where they do four corners. I remember you have that. to tap all four. Now they just you pin them. You just have okay. the strap to use. You can okay. use it. You can you know whip the person with it. You're just so more right. yeah. Because the four the what was tricky because there was even one time that they did the four corners match and they had two lights up. So like one person would be red, the other person would be green. Okay. So you could kind of keep track because apparently you would have to do it in consecutive order. Yeah. They, well, of course. So they, they made it to – that's why I think they gave up on touching the corners because you would see one guy touch his corner, the light would go off, and if he missed the one, then they'd have to turn the light off. I got you. Okay. So this so is that better. would prolong the match. Yeah, and you're always strapped. So, like, why do you need to touch the corners? Right. So this right. is just a straight-up wrestling match in a way. Okay. But you can use the strap if you – sometimes they hang them off to the – you know, if they uh-huh. they'll lose Yank them in. Over. Yep. Yank him over. So I'm going to say Dexter Loomis wins because he probably should have won the last match with these guys. He's going to win this match. Is uh, he, okay, you got to explain. And I'm yeah. sorry again. No, you're good. Is he got the shorter 
lighter hair or is he the longer dark yeah hair? shorter shorter he's shorter, the shaved okay. head or the yeah kind of he was the, okay so he was the one that snuck up behind the other guy having a hold of that strap last exactly podcast. yes okay. he did yes. yeah i he catch was, i catch when i can yeah and that's what yeah that's that's fun that's yeah he's he was another character in impact wrestling named samuel shaw he was okay. kind of this like just haunting figure type so i think they're giving a little more character to him in here in nxt to kind of get away from that but uh, there was a couple times, like I said, he would do a caricature of whoever he was facing in the backstage, and they would just pay into that, you know. But um, and Cameron Grimes, like I said, is this southern rocker, hillbilly type that is uh, always complaining about stuff and just kind of plays up that, you know, oh, I ain't got nobody rooting for me type deal. So gotcha. Gotcha. now uh, we'll get into NXT champion, or sorry, North American champion. Because Finn Bauer is the NXT world champion. He's hurt right now. He's kind of rehabbing. So he's not going to defend his title on anything right now. But I'm guessing he'll be back soon. But NXT North American champion, which is almost like your IC title, okay. your secondary title. And it's a triple threat match, right? Triple threat match with Leon Ruff, who just won it a couple weeks ago. Okay. Off of Johnny Gargano, who actually just won it off Damian Priest. So we have all previous title holders in this match. Okay. Leon Ruff has just come onto the scene, like literally within the past month. Um, and he kind of won it by default because Damian Priest came out and distracted Johnny Gargano in his match and all that. So all three of these guys have legitimate gripes about the title. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say Leon Ruff gets it, keeps the title to kind of keep, you know, moving on. Uh, Johnny Gargano, he can still lose. He's kind of like Champa. He's got a character that's been set in NXT for years. Okay. He's kind of turned into more of a heelish guy with him and his wife, Candice LeRae. But still, he's got enough in the backlog that he can lose the next 5,000 matches and still be an over character, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Yeah. And I'm agree. I'll, I'll go with Leon Rush on this one. Yeah. And I definitely think Leon Ruff picks up the win here. Um, you know, maybe Damian Priest somehow gets involved, but I think it's, I think it'll be a good kind of triple threat. These three guys can all work together. They all have. So, um, but now we'll get into the big matches. So we have our two war games matches. These are just a big hell in a cell type of structure that encloses the ring. It's one, it's usually like one person and one person at a time. Okay. And then they call in every other team alternates. Gotcha. So we got team Shotzi Blackheart which a lot of people here in Indianapolis love her because she was big in the indie scene here. Okay. A little bit. She's a very punk rock type chick, a lot of green hair. She comes out in this little itty bitty tank and uh, she always, you know, howls at the moon type deal. So she's got a team. And of course I got to remember who's on the team because it's always, uh, let's see. Tricky. Shotzi Blackheart, Ember Moon. Yeah. Ray Ripley. Araya. Yeah. Ripley and Io Shirai. Io Shirai, yeah. She's go. the NXT Women's Champion. Okay, okay. So she's not going to defend her title at this because right now there's just so many women involved with this match. So what they're probably doing is setting up something to come out of this match. I would maybe. assume whoever pins, probably if somebody pins Shirai in this match, they would get, you know, you'll build them up. Now I'm going to assume Team Shotsky, Shotzi wins because they run and really build up the faces in this so, in a way, we might not know who's going to face Io Shirai, but now on Team Candice's side, you have Tony Storm, who just turned. She was a face, and she just returned back to NXT. 
She was part of NXT UK. So in England, they have, you know, their own kind of uh, NXT division over there. Obviously, now that traveling is a little more available, she could come to the U.S. And I think she wants to be here in the U.S. So Tony Storm is going to be part of NXT here in Florida. Okay. Um, So that's Candice LeRae is the team captain. You got um, Tony Storm. You have Dakota Kai. And then you have um, Raquel Gonzalez. Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez are kind of aligned together. Um, Raquel is more of the heavy for Dakota because, as you can see in the picture, Dakota Kai is this little bitty chick, but she can kick. She'll kick your ass. I will say that. <laughs> but she also has you know, big heavy. It's almost like Shawn Michaels and Diesel back in the day. Gotcha. So okay. you have this, you know, guy who can work athletically, but you also have a heavy hitter. But I wow. still think the faces pick up the win here which would be Team Shotsky, Shotsky, sorry, because ultimately all these women haven't really picked up a lot of wins. Like Ember Moon just came back. Rhea Ripley really needs to build herself back up. So I'm going to say that they take up the win in this War Games match. I think all eight of these women will get their spots, mm-hmm. and all eight women will get to show off here and there because usually it doesn't get started until all eight women are in the ring. Like there's no pinfall or surrender or – tap out or anything like until it's a brawl until everybody's in there. So I think all eight of these women want to prove something as well. I agree. Um, I'm going to go with team Shotsky on this. Now my question to you, Steven. Yes. So you get, what, how did you say her name? Io Shirai. Io Shirai. Io Shirai. Okay. She's current champion. She's Uh not, she's not defending the belt at this war games. Yeah. Um, so could you see here's what's your prediction on her next opponent? Would it be the return and the flip to um, heel for mm-hmm. Tony Storm, or would it be a member of Team Shotzi, kind of maybe not necessarily turning, but maybe there's some issue in the ring that happens during the match between Sarai and one of her teammates that causes thing. What are your thoughts on that? Or else you could do a, like who, whatever team wins, maybe they have a triple threat match or for, you know, like if whatever yeah. women are left, um, I want to say I'd probably pull Ember moon cause she just came back and I'd like to throw her in the title picture, just kind of see what she can do there. Um, she was on raw and SmackDown for a little bit and then she got hurt. Um, okay. I believe she broke both shoulders. Oh, so she was down for a while or had some sort of shoulder injury. And then, you know, she was fought, you know, healed up, but raw and SmackDown are so crowded at the time that I think she asked to go back to NXT and I, you know, I don't know if we'll see her back on the main roster. So I'm going to say Ember moon. Okay. Um, but, you know, if Tony Storm got a shot, I wouldn't mind at that because she, like you said, she just came back and she flipped the heel. So, and you could probably just throw a title match on an NXT episode um, because I'm not sure when the next NXT pay-per-view or takeover is. So okay. um, I'm going to assume Io Shirai will defend the title maybe in a week or so. They'll probably say, you know, some sort of triple threat or fatal four-way. But I'd probably like to see Ember Moon personally kind of pull pull that title because Ember doesn't need to win it, and she could still be okay losing it. But she gets a, a main event type match in the meantime. So, gotcha. Do you have anybody that you have your eyes on there? Or? 
Um, honestly, I mean, like you said, I could I could see them matching up against Tony Storm just because of the the recent flip and the recent return. Mm -hmm. Um, I have heard Ember Moon's name a lot circulating around a push. Mm -hmm. Um, if I have to guess, I'm gonna have to say either they're going to go the route of heel versus face in Tony Storm, or they'll go with face versus face to see and maybe you know who knows will that lead up to a shirai flip mm-hmm. you know we don't we don't know and she'd kind of go back and forth anyway mm-hmm. um kind of like with oscar back in the day yep it's tough because english is not their first language right so they don't get a lot of promo time so it's hard to build up what they are because i you think don't... a lot of them work about 10 times harder because of that reason exactly and that's the thing it. And Io Shirai, I felt like she's a little bit ahead of when Asuka was, but because, um, you know, Asuka could still cut a promo here and there, but that's what's hard to get into them, into their mindset because you're not talking. So we don't know what you, you know, you could just face anybody just to face them. So, right. Uh, but yeah, I, like I said, I think in a few weeks we'll see just a title shot for the women's division, um, women's division title shot here soon so uh, and finally i mean here we go pat mcafee with danny birch oni lorkin and pete dunn uh pete dunn is another guy he was part of nxt uk okay but now that the travel bait you know travels lifted i'm gonna assume he wants to be here in the u.s as well because he's been on tv a lot with pat mcafee and this team of whatever they i forget what they're calling themselves but um whatever they're calling themselves the the heels in a way which is funny because Oni Lorkin and Danny Burch were kind of more faces until they aligned themselves with Pat McAfee because he helped them win the titles off of Undisputed Era. Gotcha. Um, so, and of course, Pat McAfee is the guy to watch. Well, yeah. Because he's he's not really fought in this type of match. Right. He fought Adam Cole at Halloween Havoc or one, whatever pay-per-view was previously. <laughs> um and Adam Cole took him out, but he still got kind of the respect of Adam Cole because, you know, that was Pat McAfee's debut match, which was crazy. Survivor Series weekend, sorry. Uh, okay. kind of see that. So, um, yeah. Now, Undisputed Era, they've been the kings of NXT for years. Mm. And that's why I'm probably going to say they're going to lose. I'm not confident in that, as you could tell. I'm probably putting very question marks after my prediction, but <laughs> but I think that the fact that Undisputed or Adam Cole got over on Pat McAfee once before, you almost got to get Pat a win as well. And especially if he doesn't do a lot in the match, I mean, it looks, it'll look more heelish for him if Pete Dunne, Odin Lorcan, Danny Burch do all the work and McAfee, you know, wins this match in a way. So I'm going to say Team McAfee picks up the win and I'm really curious to see how much does he do in the match? You know, how much does he put his body through? Cause he's still got all the other stuff he's got to do. You know, his, uh, his radio show, right. he's on TV. So it's going to be interesting to see how much he does. Cause he, are, he did go through a table with Adam Cole at their last one-on-one match. So he's willing to do it. Yeah. And Triple H speaks very highly of McAfee and the work ethic and the promo ability. So I could see McAfee doing, you know, maybe a spot that, Probably isn't the best for him to do, but, <laughs> you know, um, we'll see where it goes. But 
Undisputed Era can lose and still be fine, you know, kind of take the loss and move on uh, to kind of see where they go. So I'm going to say T. McAfee picks up the win. Um, maybe Pete Dunn kind of helps McAfee pick up the win. But, yeah, I'm going to say McAfee's wit team picks up the win here. And we'll still see all these guys going at it somehow, probably over the next month or so, because right now that's kind of your main event picture until Finn Bauer is fully back and we know where the um, NXT tiles headed. This is probably going to be your main event on, you know, some TV time and whatever the next pay-per-view will be for NXT. So you got any thoughts on this match yourself? Um, I'm going to have to disagree with you on the winner. I honestly think that, uh, you know, the undisputed era is going to remain the Kings per se of the NXT ring. Um, mm-hmm. I don't see them, you know, kind of what, like what you said with McAfee, you know, he's got so much stuff going on that I don't know if he's really got time to continuously do this on a full-time basis. You know, it, it would be good for if he does take the the loss uh, to see Adam Cole. You know, pin him in the ring and kind of eliminate the 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 final. Is it an elimination match or is it? It's just a pin, whatever pin. Okay, whatever pin. Yeah, first pin, pin fall or okay. surrender is what they usually say. Okay, so. so I could see Cole getting the win over McAfee, and maybe bringing McAfee in here and there throughout the year, throughout a, you know, into a pay-per-view every once in a while. But like you said, there's just so much stuff that he's got going on that I don't see him putting this in full time. Um, I'm not saying that he couldn't because Mm -hmm. said Triple H is talking, you know, he's got much respect for him as a, as a worker. Um, Maybe it does happen. You know, maybe we, maybe it does happen, but I don't think, It'll happen, you know, this coming pay-per-view. I don't and think my, War Games is going to send him into, all right, now I'm full-time. And that's the thing, too. I don't think he needs to be full-time. No. Because NXT tapes ahead of time sometimes. And, you know, with it being a weekly show, they could, like he could obviously fly down whenever, you know, right. I guess depending on his schedule. So that's – and, of course, it builds up – like McAfee could keep building it up on his radio show, which he already did because they had that brouhaha with him and at a Cole, which everybody thought was real. Mm-hmm. And all along we said, nope, that, you know, it had to be something more because, right. you know, they want to, that would never happen in real life. But anyways, I mean, it looked real, which is oh, good. It looked real. They, they <laughs> did a damn good job. I mean, they did the best. I mean, that's been the best real, you know, type. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to more games. I don't know if, you know, if you'll be a good chance to watch it or if you'll catch my, I'll do a review probably on Monday morning. Um, you know, I've been doing these little quick snippets on the Super Kicking It with Steven fan page. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to war games. I think these two war games matches are what everybody's going to want to see. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and then next week we'll be doing TLC. I think it's next week or maybe the week after. But either way, TLC is coming up as well. So, and the I end love of- the tables, ladders, and chairs. Match. Oh, my. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you go back to, you know, the Hardy Boys mm-hmm. against, you know, Christian the Dudley and boys, and the Dudley boys, and stuff like that. That that brought the TLC matches to light, man. It did. They have been going strong in my mind ever since. Because you just don't know what, like, every guy wants to up it and try yep. to do something. And with Roman Reigns, kind of in this new character that he's been in with just destruction, and Kevin Owens is willing to put his body through whatever. Because back in his independent days, he literally did these matches probably every night. Yeah. So you, you, I really 
that match is going to probably steal the show come TLC, but we'll talk more about that next week in the weeks. I'm pretty sure it's next week. So, uh, yeah, but I'm glad that they're, they're giving NXT this kind of pay-per-view night. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, because sometimes they do, you know, Saturday night or whatever. But right. um, that's kind of the, the the show for today. Thanks for joining me. Glad you could jump on. I didn't mean to kind of just throw I, myself I didn't, at and you. I, I didn't know. And then I thought I might screwed up because I was like, well, I saw there's another show scheduled. I'm oh, like, no. I hope that we can do another one, but yeah, yeah, no, you're good. Like I said, we were just uh, we had an interview with Nate Manis um, okay. in the UFC. He had a fight last weekend, so we always do a post fight, a pre fight, and a post fight interview with him. Awesome. So today was the day that we got that out. That'll be going up here soon, along with uh, you know, super kicking with Stephen. We'll be on the audio podcast platforms uh, here very shortly as well. Awesome. And of course, if you want to plug what our weekly schedule is, have at it. Oh, right on. So. We're here on Saturdays, you know, Saturdays, 1230 Eastern is super kicking it with Steven. Uh, nothing but wrestling talk. And I love it because that's, you know, childhood to now I'm still a, a kid at heart in some ways. And wrestling is one of them. Uh, Sundays, we got the checkers and wreckers boys, 11 o'clock Eastern standard time. Anything that drives fast, shifts hard and keeps the rubber on the road or slings that dirt. You'll find that at checkers and wreckers. Monday night, we got Bet Your Ass with Rafael Esparza, myself and Rafael Esparza, which is a, a uh, odds maker over at mybookie.ag. Uh, him and I kind of go back and forth on some odds and some prop bets and stuff like that throughout the week. Tuesday, Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast does a redraft show exclusively on the BW Sports One Network. Wednesday is Wednesday Night Live with me and Damon the One Thomas. That is kind of like the flagship show of the network. And again, we just appreciate having you, Stephen, on our network, um, talking wrestling, giving us another as- uh, avenue of, of sports listeners to come on board. And we appreciate um, the support from you and that you've given all of us. And, and you know, again, we just want to uh, show your appreciation to BW Sports One Group. I love it, and that you know it's nice. Like like I said, I got a little more free time, so I'm coming on in the morning, just doing you a little five minute whatever's on my mind. Yeah, uh, definitely let me know your predictions for war games, and let me know if you want to have some matchups that you want to see between AEW, Impact Wrestling, between ROH, any independent scene. WWE will do current guys this week. I think next Friday we'll do old timers versus new timers. That one have really get interesting. I think that, that one, one will really get interesting. And I need a week to think about that one. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this one I could just kind of come off the cuffs. Right. And now I'm like, uh-oh, like I need to think because there's too many people out there. But anyways, and there may so. even be different tiers of matchups from old to new. So oh, yeah. yeah. Th- that's going to be really good. Exactly. So I appreciate you having me on here. We got all your sports covered throughout the week. Now we need a Thursday, Friday show, it sounds like. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> or we need a day off. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, I appreciate you coming on with me, Dan. I don't know Thanks what your, your whole thing doesn't show up on my screen, so I don't know what uh, whole... Well, you know, the, <laughs> we're, 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 we went with the ass to start off, and, and we kind of pl- played around with some names, and now I'm kind of like Prince, and Damon says <laughs> I need a symbol because right now I'm the guy formerly known as the ass, Okay, we're trying to work something out. On my end, I just see the guy formerly known as the dot, dot, dot. That's like, what, cool. Well, that's what I see right here, too. <laughs> okay. so. awesome. All right, just making sure. But anyway, so I appreciate being on here. Always nice to talk with you. And, uh, yeah, join the Super Kick It With Steven page. Join my Twitter. There it is. Got it.
All right. Thanks for joining. Have a good one. See you guys.